Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the weekly show of the Triple Clowns. It is me, G. Randall Johnson, alongside the beautiful Sarah Marie, Mrs. Big News, and Tom from Tom and Tom Racing. That's right. Ground control, the major Tom. He is here. He is ready. And I'd like to say out there for everybody out there, we've been doing this for a couple of years. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been following us, watching our show. Thank you. Welcome back. People that are new, enjoy. We hope we entertain you. Hit that like and subscribe button. We do a lot of fun things. Don't judge us on one episode because we are changing it up all the time. And also, for all the people out there that are watching, that just watch, just to see what we're doing next so you can do it and steal our stuff, I'd like to say another thing to you guys, and that is... You're welcome. You're welcome. And that's right. So, with that being said, we have the news today, as always, from Mrs. Big News. Right. We also have the recap of the races of over the past weekend. I'm going to bring you... Our horse to watch, bringing some old school stuff back. Our horse to watch for the Derby Trail. That's right. I'm excited about this one, and you'll see that. And also, Hot Jockey of the Week, sponsored by Fantac. It'll be a good time. So let's get into it. Mrs. Big News, go ahead. All right, let's get into the news. We had the Eclipse Awards. Last week, I don't know if anybody caught those on, I watched them on TVG, but let's go through who won each category. And we'll also discuss the certain categories of how many votes each horse um, or, or jockey got. So we'll start from the top with two-year-old male. Corniche got that. Two-year-old filly, of course, was Echo Zulu. Three-year-old male, Essential Quality. Three-year-old filly, Malathat. Older Dirt male, Nixco. Older Dirt female, Latruska. Male Sprinter, Jackie's Warrior. Female Sprinter, CC. Male Turf Horse, Ybeer. Female Turf Horse, Loves Only You. Steeplechase was the Mean Queen. Owner and Breeder both went to Godolphin. Jockey was Joel Rosario. Apprentice was Jessica Pfeiffer. And Trainer went to Brad Cox. Woo! All right. I, first of all, I mean, why even have the, the two-year-old? Because isn't that just the juvenile and the whatever the Oaks one is uh winner. I mean, you're right. I would like to see yeah. the stat on that because whatever, uh, good for them. Anything. Uh, listen, shout out to the Japanese horse getting it that yeah. uh, I know Chip wouldn't like that because only no. ran over here a couple times and, but shout out to that one. Um, yeah. I know anything he... else that's like surprising. Um, I know um, no. which Chip and I kind of chit chatted just a little bit about, uh three-year-old male yeah that's stupid i'm sorry that was a surprise to me um essential quality got 131 votes medina spirit got 84. medina spirit and, and, and as that's their call is never finished ahead of medina spirit yet, in yet that wins the award stupid. yeah that's stupid you voted with your heart instead of your well, head sure and actually if you voted with your heart you might have voted for the horse that passed away rest in peace that's stupid you people that didn't vote for him, shame on you because tell me essential quality was a better three-year-old than Medina Spirit. Stop it. Well, it's it's voting against a trainer, which the horse should not be the though the horse should not be penalized for that. And yeah. the horse was not disqualified. <laughs> Correct. As mind your voting. So that is your winner. So that's silly and 
you should be the biggest three-year-old race spirit. of the year. Should have, should have won. You get it? I said haunted by Medina's spirit. Good, good one. Good one. Um, uh, <clears throat> no, but uh, you know, uh, I kind of chuckled when um, Joel Rosario won, only because all I could think about the whole time is Randy sitting there yelling, "You suck." Yeah, um, but he he gave a really beautiful speech, very well deserving. Um, and you know, congrats to Jessica being the first female apprentice to win, I think since 2005, I believe. Um, yeah, they were they were interesting, interesting awards. I don't think anything was too shocking, really. Right. But yeah, shout out to Japan. I know we had a couple Japanese follower uh, followers um, ask us on Twitter even where to watch it because they just wanted to. They had excitement about seeing. Japanese oh, that's great. Um, so that great. it went to love you. Yeah, I know Chip would disagree with it. Um, his angle towards the the um, Eclipse Awards and his division rankings are, you know, you have to run in the States um, and more than just once. Should should people that had voted for Latruska, two people for Horse of the Year, lose their vote? I feel like they should investigate those people. Two people voted for wow. Petruska. Well, here's, Next go, like, how do you not vote for that horse for the year? It doesn't make any sense. But here's the whole breakdown of horse of the year votes. Next go, 228, Latruska, two, Loves Only You, two, Essential Quality, one, Lil Latigo, one, and Medina Spirit, one. I get the Loves wow. Only You if sure. you're into that because you had a great year, better than <laughs> I think Next Go's year, really, kind of, kind of, not really, but Latruska, Latruska, Horse of the year? Like I don't I don't understand that. I mean I, No, I, I look at some of these I, some of these votes like the I compare it to the baseball hall of fame voters and, and some of these people who do the voting have it in their mind who they're gonna vote for and why. And I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rock the boat with a with a weird vote like like Latruska, uh just so I they can they can say, Oh hey. I'm that one. I'm, I'm one of the two who voted for Latruska. Yeah. I mean, Monomoy Girl got a vote for older, dirt female, won one race. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not a lifetime achievement award. It's it's I, it's what they did in 2020. I think they should investigate your vote. Everybody got, has a vote. I just you're you're right. You're right, Randy. Uh, and and just a, a we we've <laughs> we've given uh, shout outs to the winners. Uh, just a, a great shout out to Maryland Bread Nick's Go. Uh, one of my favorites. So that that was a very. We lost with Aloha West, but um, but but happy that next. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was pretty well, easy. Extravagant do, kid got a vote. I, I don't. Know, I AJ. Say, AJ might AJ have a vote. Extravagant kid. Got <laughs> oh, one vote. AJ has a vote after all. Yeah. Like imagine the extravagant kid getting a vote for male sprinter of the year. Like. <laughs> I feel like Vertical Threat should have got at least two in that you case. You know what I mean? Yeah, at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but that was the Eclipse Awards, um, which were held this year at Santa Anita. Cone Lima got a vote, by the way. Our yes, boys. Oh, that's Shout great. To Troy. Uh -huh. Yeah. Troy must be voting. And uh, <laughs> good for him. I don't blame him. See, I don't blame him for that. And if that horse didn't get hurt. That that horse would have absolutely. Gone on oh yeah, to... I know, I know. That's a heartbreaker for for for, for yeah. Troy yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Uh, Chip like Chip Chip liked her as well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they had a few other awards that they kind of presented um, before the actual award ceremony, like media clips, um, horse player of the year, award merit, 
um, all, all of the other kind of other categories that weren't as televised. We as don't much. care because we weren't nominated. So I was going to say I didn't. I didn't suck. Well, they don't really have a podcast. They had a they podcast. Did. It was a feature that they did. They did. They were nominated based on a specific episode. Well, that could be any one of ours. How to fix horse racing? Great no. segment. Well, we get still got this year though. That just how to fix horse racing just came out this year, so we'll be voted for next year's award ceremony. It started last year, didn't it? No, we started it right this after year. Medina passed away. Oh, we did. Okay, so but we didn't finish it till the, this year. Early this it's fine. Year. Yep. All right. We're there, still, there's we're still good. We're still good. Any um, truth to uh, the next year? I, I heard the Eclipse Awards were going to be. Uh, where 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 are they going to be? Are they going to be at Delaware Park or or down or down at Sam Houston? I I, I can't imagine that's <laughs> real. No. I don't know, but I can't imagine this is um, fake news that you're giving us. <laughs> There's no way that's going to happen. Oh, I, yeah. Don't don't get your hopes up. To Finger that. Lake. Yeah, yes. maybe, maybe. Yes, they're actually. I heard. Um, it was between Finger Lakes or Emerald Downs. It's still up in the air. So we'll keep you posted on where the 2022 awards will be. Uh, but let's go on. Let's talk about Flight Line, who we were all kind of looking forward to seeing him on March 5th in the grade two San Carlos, but that is now off the table as he has a strained hawk. Well, it's a preliminary diagnosis, but they're just going to take their time making sure and we all know. That mile, right? As is that what aiming for now? Uh, there's still, that's still, yeah, an option. But we'll see how his, but this is like an, a common issue that he's had. That's why we saw him run three times last year. So yeah. it's all he has to do. Like he might just be that horse run twice a year and just blow people out. I mean, he could just, like I said, he, there's a good chance that if he's injury prone, you never see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and he's he just, that just fast. Puts, make that stud fee. Yeah. He's yeah. that fast. Why would you risk it? Um, that was my first thought when I, when, when I saw that news, I said, you know what, just, he hasn't done anything wrong except for a little bit of it, except injury prone showed nothing but everything out there on the track. It's got to go through their minds. I can't imagine, say the Kentucky Derby winner just wins the Derby, right? Just wins the Derby, doesn't go on to win anything else or maybe even a couple of the triple crown races not the classic just the derby and maybe uh the belmont whatever it might be right say he wins two out of three not a triple crown winner and flyline retires right now i can't imagine that stud fee tell me if i'm wrong everybody would be much different from that horse to flyline i can't imagine that much different i know it sounds crazy but speed is speed because yeah, that number is because the numbers will not be the same yeah. Whoever wins a derby, the Correct. numbers will not be the same. Correct. I guarantee you the speed figure will not be the same. So I know that carries weight, but I don't know how much different it will be. We know derby, you have a $50 million horse, right? 50, probably. I think Flightline might be 50 right now. Because he might be better because of what if. The talent, the upside. Yes. Yeah. You know? And what happens if I breed him the right way? And then I make the super horse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm reaching. I'm just trying to get a discussion, I guess. But who knows? That's a good discussion. Yeah, that is good. So let's go on. We have uh, Life is Good and Colonel Liam are heading to Dubai. 
Uh, life is good, obviously, for the World Cup and Colonel Liam for the World Cup dirt. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You get a lot of money. And it's kind of basically what the article said. Um, you know, why not? Good purse money. The horses are doing all right. You know, came, they came out of their races looking good, so why not? And yeah. plug your ears, all our international listeners. Our horses are just better. And uh, Uncle Charlie, I almost called him Hot Rod Charlie, proved that. And I think they usually do. I know Mischief went over there, don't get me wrong. But I think that was a Mischief's different feeling. Mischief's coming back. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. I think you have a couple. You have a couple. But I think the American horses, there's a reason why they take a lot of the money. And they win a lot of times over there. I mean, they don't win them all. But I think if you can go over there, and rather than run on, like, I don't know, Met Mile Day, and go over there and win more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're running against a lot of horses that haven't seen these type of horses. No, and those, those are two. There's some great ones over there, but I think there's also, you know, extravagant kid went over there one. That's true. You know, that I mean. That's a lot of. And, no, but for real, now he's like I an allowance. Maybe that's why he got voted for horse, what was it, horse of the yeah. year? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, nothing against all, he's a very solid nine-year-old. He's nine years old. That's true. You're but he went right. over there and he can win. I mean. Right. Well, so why not do it? It's more money. And, you can hang. Go do it. And Liam, Liam and Life is Good are two horses that we've been talking about for well over a year now. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see them dominate across uh, over there. Yeah, and they should. I mean, you, and you see the ones, I mean, they always have a good showing usually. Yeah. They do. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, last year might have been a weird flash in the pan with our course of the year looking like one of the worst horses in the world in that race. But, you know, that might be a little different uh, than normally. Look at what Arrogate did, you know. Um, That's true. Things like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, the final thing I wanted to discuss was something that everybody was on pins and needles waiting for this necropsy report to come out from Medina Spirit. And it was probably the biggest letdown for everybody as it really came out and said a whole lot of nothing. Um, toxicology came back clean, except for um, uh, small doses of like Lasix and one other substance that was a whole lot of nothing. Hair samples came back clean. They said there was some indication of cardiac-related incident, but nothing to even pinpoint that it was even heart failure. So that's still up in the air. So you might have like a stroke. Who knows? I, I mean, but what they expect? I mean, if a horse just dies... Horse just dies, and of course, at Lasix, he trains on Lasix. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um. So that was, I think, the biggest letdown. I think everyone was just geared up for the like. Well, geared up oh, for what? Something they, to be there because something so, nothing's to have there. Like ammunition against their case for Baffert. Yeah. But, I mean, it's. Um, I'm happy nothing was there, and there's nothing with Baffert. It's I didn't want to see a horse die from drugs. Well, I yeah, I didn't oh, want to have that horse be have all of a sudden his heart explode because yeah he there were so much yeah. stuff pumped into his system be like what and it'd be more people who are too caught up in getting out of baffert you get if something was went wrong with that horse then all of a sudden you have PETA just coming boom 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 coming right after everybody in the horse racing industry god forbid yeah if, well, if that any, horse any, if that any, horse is pumped up with drugs any death that you could avoid is much sadder and frustrating than one that just happens. I mean, yeah. that's with anything. Like if somebody, 
just yeah. get something yeah. and have bad luck rather than somebody well, I, like ODing. You're like mad when they OD. Well, some of the vultures out there somebody, would rather know. have it and, yeah. and be like just to vilify Baffert. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and when there was that, um, who, who was that horse that just, what, five weeks after the, he, he won the Bel Belmont, he dropped. I think of similar. It was they. They assumed cardiac. Who was that? Well, remember, you know, how many times you see things. I don't. I don't remember that at all. But um, remember, you see things when somebody like is like fifty and they write down died of natural causes, and we're all like, well, how'd 50. that happen? Yeah. But that's it can happen. It like natural causes. I mean, your just body shuts down. Your organ shuts down. I think something happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm. I'm sure something with heart, and maybe it was just a blood clot. And they can't tell now. They can't always tell that, no. you know, for a second and gone. It sucks. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Um, but, but yeah, voting for something to be like, I was voting for nothing. I I, I was. I know, think we, a lot of like normal, like normal people who didn't, who didn't want to be so aggravated and have this ammunition built up for voting for it to be nothing. Because that's what we were hoping. But, um, and speaking of, the, the case with Kentucky, they were on um, a call today, Bob Baffert with Kentucky today. Uh, I don't think any anything has been released about any results uh, about that phone call. At least I haven't seen any yet come through, but we'll see. Because, I mean, what at what year are we going to determine who won the 2021 Kentucky Derby? So, yeah, that's... That's the news on Medina Spirit. But let's go on. We had um, a few stakes races this weekend. We're going to talk about some of the Derby preps and the Kentucky Oaks prep that we had, as well as we'll go recap our plate pick four we gave out for Oaklawn. Woof. Chase from the Wolf of Oaklawn. Well, let's start out. We'll go to Golden Gate with the El Camino Real Derby, which was a mile and an eighth on synthetic, where Black Adder came in, followed by McKinnon and Delmo. To the top of the stretch, it's wide open. Delmo, McKinnon making up good ground on the outside. Inside Nuestro and Greedo's fighting, but McKinnon has hit the lead inside the furlong pole. It's McKinnon and Abel Cedillo. Black Adder coming out of the pack. Mannequin, one, two. Black Adder on the inside. Black Adder, McKinnon, and it's going to be Black Adder and Edwin Maldonado. Um, I mean, Golden Gate, nice stakes race on the synthetic. I, I don't know what to say. None of these horses are going to be good in the Derby. Uh, McKinnon's a turf horse, I think. Um, that's what yeah. I thought. But yeah. Black Adder, I mean, hey, good for you coming back like that. Yeah, nice that was a the Baffert duo with the same silks on. Uh, California doesn't do coupled entries, we've learned this. No, um, and how sick of it are we? I mean, is this a point he's proving at this point? I'm going to send these two up to Golden Gate. They're not even my Santa Anita horses. I'll send these up to just to win this one. So, yep. Yeah, that is the case. But let's go to Tampa where we had the race eight was the Suncoast Stakes, which is an Oaks prep when the points are 10, 4, 2, and 1, where we had Nest followed by a little, little love and luck and blame the champagne. And luck back to second as they turn to the top of the stretch. Nest now a half length in front. A little love and luck back to second. It's three and a half for four lengths more back to Hey Penny down the outside with Blame the Champagne, but a final furlong to go and Ness sets sail for home. It's Ness by the 16th pole, widening now. Three in front, a little love and luck 
second best to the most facile of winners here. Nest going to go on to win it. Geared down by four and a half, five in the end. Little. So <clears throat> nobody was surprised with that one. Uh, it freaking. Uh, no. Iran, it looked like a workout for that horse, even with yeah. the time. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's go to race 10, which was the Sam F. Davis Stakes, which was a Derby Prep 10, 4, 2, and 1 were the points. Classic Causeway takes the win, followed by Shipsational and Volcanics. Spin to the top of the lane for the Sam F. Davis. It's Classic Causeway off the turn in front now by two. Little Vic back in the second spot, lugging in. Mr. Rum Runner, it's two more than to Volcanic. Shipsational trying to run on down the crowd of the track. 16th pole, Classic Causeway. Here's Shipsational who bursts out from the pack, but it's Classic Causeway. I read Ortiz, easy as can be in the Sam Davis. Won it by four. Shipsational was second, third went to Volcanic. Um, Chip Faison looked like a shot up of a cannon on the stretch, uh, which keep your eye out for the Belmont. I love to say that about those horses that look like that, uh, but yeah, um, which you don't know if that's gonna ever translate, but yeah, once again, I mean, chalk, 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 chalk. Yeah, it was very chalk. frustrating if you're trying to make some yeah. money this past week, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, let's go to Oaklawn for the late pick four, which started in race eight, which was the grade three by Akoa, where Miss Bigley won, followed by She's All Whoop and Jilted Bride. Top of the stretch, Coach has the lead. Queen Goddess comes to try to take her on. Coach leads by a full length now, though. From the back of the pack, Jilted Bride is running a big one. Matera and Miss Bigley is splitting horses. And here comes Miss Bigley, and she means business. Coach has lost the lead. It's Miss Bigley to take it over. To the outside, Jilted Bride. Those will be the two. Miss Bigley, Jilted Bride. She's all wolf. Miss Bigley to win the Bayakoa. Mm. I'm just going to say this okay. because this is why, and, I, and, and I, I love a lot of other track announcers out there. This is why I love Vic, though. And it's not being, being a homer. See how he tells a story yeah. of like what's going on mm -hmm. in the race, even sure. from behind? You don't hear that from like anyone else. I've, yeah. Like I've he legitimately tells a story, like even around the far turn, like he's got an eye. I mean, well, I guess it's, that's so it's very, it's a very, old school way to to what he just did there uh you, you don't hear that too often it's almost like you're listening to a track announcer in like the nuts um like that was on the radio earlier yeah you know you almost have to look at it like they used to announce on the radio yeah yeah you know they yeah, the picture. because nobody could watch it but good job miss bigley Sorry, the horses it's, it was great yeah, yeah. But Miss Bigley, that's a good race. It's 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 actually fun to watch the girls a lot uh, because sometimes it's just more competitive at this point. Um, yeah, especially at that age. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to race nine where we had a Joyful Cadence followed by Pharaoh's Heart and Kaboom Baby. She's a half length, now a full length in front. Here's Pharaoh's heart in the center. She's got two lengths to make up. And Montgomery Park is next. Joyful Cadence and Pharaoh's heart. It's down to these two. Joyful Cadence leads. She's got a length and a half lead. Pharaoh's heart is running her heart out. Joyful Cadence, Pharaoh's heart trying to get by. Joyful Cadence, Pharaoh's heart a final surge. Joyful Cadence <sighs> might have just hung on. Does Pharaoh's heart look fat? <laughs> Anybody else think that? 
That looks like a big horse. It's, like, it, you know what? It's, it's, the, it's the white and the purple. It's the purple it, saddlecloth. It? I it's think not that, that did it with the white. It's, uh, you know, the camera does that to him. I am not fat shaming you in any way because um, <laughs> I know how sensitive this can be yeah. to, 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 to a female, and I'm not. I just think you looked very big. Hey, listen, some people are into that. Just saying. I don't even know what to say, but let's let's just go Moving on, on to yeah, let's let's go on to race uh, race ten, which was a grade three Razorback handicap where Plainsman took the win, followed by Thomas Shelby and Popular Kid. And outside, Thomas Shelby at the rail in. Plainsman is half ahead in front. Popular Kid races in third. Two back to last Samurai. Lone Rock Plainsman past mid-stretch. He is going to have to continue to work. Here comes Superstock in the center. He's got a chance. It is Plainsman and Thomas Shelby. They are still right together. They are still mm. trading punches. Mm. Plainsman, Thomas Shelby. Plainsman, Thomas Shelby. Plainsman wins. Ooh. Well, you remember what um, the wolf of Oakland told us? Hmm. That rail has been dead. Yep. Yep. So Thomas Shelby doesn't get pinned on that rail. Is that a different boat? It is. I I, I love that. I really like Shel Thomas Shelby. I, I won a lot of money on that horse. I lost some money this past Saturday on him. But uh, <laughs> but that's you, you, you raised a good point. What's good, good, great work by uh, Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Chase. But Chase. Chase. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, excited to see that Thomas Shelby didn't give it up, which is, you know, coming back always showing the class. And Cohen did. Cohen gave him a good ride. Very good. Yep. He did. He did. Well, let's go to the final race, which is race 11, where uh, we the people followed by Deputy Connect and Chileno and deputy connect the leader is still summer in malibu and here comes we the people three wide we the people a first time starter threatening to run a very big one and he's off the top of the turn and the new leader we the people comes slingshotting off the turn and he leads by two and a half lengths to summer in malibu deputy connect is erupting from the back of the pack but we the people has got this one wrapped up deputy connect into second we the people First timer. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. What a move. What a move. Almost looked green because he went so wide to the thing, but almost looked either really yeah. green or really good. What stay away from that rail. Yeah. Yeah. And then he slung to it. I mean, either either he just listens perfectly or he was all over the place. But you know, we saw authentic make that kind of moves before as well. Um, not mm -hmm. comparing the horses, but wow, wow. Not bad for your first time out. Not bad no. at all. Be at some good company. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the races of the weekend. All right. Well, that's the news and the race recaps. And that was fun. That's a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'm excited about Oakland because you know why? I own that track. Remember that. Absolutely. Yes, you do. Yes. So even though I didn't this weekend. But I usually own it. Um, I put it on lease. Uh, but so anyway, uh, let's get into it. Where we're going to go into hot jockey of the week, a segment Tom is going to handle on this one, and then we'll get into my derby horse, horse on the trail, horse to watch. 
All right. Can't wait to hear about that horse. Uh, yeah, we're doing something new. Uh, it is the Hot Jockey of the Week sponsored by Fantac. Fantac is that new website new out there. Get some great jockey gear. It's fan-tac.com. You get a lot of great gear if you need hats, dad hats like I wear, or flat brim hats like Randy wears. I've got I've got my triple clowns Fantac shirt on now. By the way, yes, the triple clowns do have some gear on Fantac. But anyway, our hot jockey of the week, sponsored by Fantac. I looked, we looked, we couldn't find anybody hotter than this guy. How could you not vote for Irad? He. 34 mounts this week, 13 winners, came in second twice, and he placed three times. Uh, he had a masterful for performance on Saturday. Uh, we just saw two of his races. Sarah pulled up two of his races. The band won three stakes races on Saturday, five races altogether, uh, and he really has got a hell of a horse there that he won with the, uh, the Sam F. Davis stakes. And really like Brian Lynch as the trainer there. The Pelican Stakes, the one the one track that we uh, the one race that we did not talk about, he won with a uh, Bank of Shea, which I really like that horse. Uh, but our first fan tack jockey of the week is Irad Ortiz Jr. So Irad, congratulations, buddy! You deserve it. All right, yeah, Irad. I feel like we'll be saying his name a lot, probably. Probably. And yeah. that's it. Hot jockey of the week. Thank you, Tom. Sponsored by Fantac, fan-tac.com. Check it out. Like he said, a lot of cool jockey gear with some cool logos and everything like that. And obviously, the coolest of the bunch is the Triple Clouds. So check them out. Definitely. Thank you, Fantac, for all your support. I'll go into my segment, which is Horse to Watch on the Derby Trail. Uh, And this is a horse that I really want to start off with. And we'll talk about it because everybody needs to know it. Forbidden Kingdom. This will be the first horse I'll talk about on the Derby Trail because I'm going to give you three reasons why this horse should be America's horse. Reason number one. This horse is owned by the people. Around a thousand everyday people have ownership in this horse. Love my racehorse or hate them? I would rather root for the guy or girl that has just helped me out the local grocery store that has small shares in Forbidden Kingdom than vote for a few Ivy League frat boys that bought a horse. Maybe I just am a little partial to not being an elitist. Enough with the sport of kings. Let's be the sport of the people. Reason number two. He is trained by Richard Mandela, the 71-year-old Hall of Famer that is known for his calm demeanor and patience with horses is 0 for 6 in the Derby, with his best finish being 6th. Spend 10 minutes with Mr. Mandela and you will appreciate him and also root for him. Reason number 3. Horse of America has turned into Bob Baffert haters. I personally am not taking a side here, but these facts coming up are pretty intriguing. Forbidden Kingdom was taken out of the Baffert barn just four days after arriving there. Spendthrift, along with my racehorse, made this decision, which obviously did not make the white-haired wizard happy. Baffert definitely wasn't keen about losing the quick-footed son of his triple crown winner, American Pharaoh. Forbidden Kingdom was definitely put in Bob's crosshairs. 
For instance, in Forbidden Kingdom's Maiden Race, where Baffert sent three monsters after him. Forbidden Kingdom showed a lot of guts and dug through some bumping in the stretch, where there was even a disqualification of one of Bob Baffert's horses. The next race, Bob sends three again. Forbidden Kingdom stumbles this time out of the gate and grabs a quarter and gets pressed hard and has to run a crazy half-mile time only to be beaten by Messier, who won because of this injury and the games being played. Let's take a look at Forbidden Kingdom's last race out on the dirt. Baffert puts three again. Three big dogs in the race, and Forbidden Kingdom beats them all. So let's count this up. Baffert's thrown nine horses at him in three dirt races, and he's beaten eight of them. And the one that beat him, let's see what happens next time. So we have a 71-year-old trainer in Richard Mandela. We have a horse that's owned by the people. And we also have a horse that is getting everything thrown at him by Bob Baffert. That if you want to root for an underdog, this is your horse. And this is why Forbidden Kingdom should be America's horse. Next race, the San Felipe. Check it out. We'll see if he can go two turns. Who knows? But I think a lot of people out there will be and should be. Voting for him. Well, that was fun. Really, it was fun. That was fun. Um, haven't done a couple of those segments in a while. It's good, good to bring them back. Uh, Hot Jack of the Week. We also got to talk about Forbidden Kingdom. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. very interesting. Yeah, keep an eye out on that yeah one. you've been really? talking about that horse, Randy. I'm I uh, I was happy to jump on that when it was a hundred to one. I think he is now thirteen to one or something. Yeah. And you know what? I was happy to jump in those winter circle photos. Yes, you were. Yes. yes. Good work. Good work by you. Absolutely. It's not, you know, I mean, listen, it's a horse we do know personally. Um, it, it, it's, but it's also just a very good horse. I wouldn't be telling you this if not. And I really just don't know how people don't go over this horse at this point. I don't know. Like, I feel like NBC is not yeah. doing their job yep. or, or TVG at this point if you don't just jump on this. Um, and they will. But remember who they did it first. Me. Remember who did it first. Remember who does everything first, everybody. Remember that. In case you don't, we do. You're welcome. America's horse. Absolutely. All right. So for all of us here at the Triple Clowns, that was fun. It was a lot of fun. I own that track. Yeah. Absolutely. Boom. But yeah, make sure you like and subscribe to our channel. We have a lot coming out. Tom, what do you got going on? Uh Tom Tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, actually, this will be released after uh, the show. But we have we have a couple great episodes of Off the Rail 
Uh, next Tuesday, we actually have Jessica Paquette, who is the in-house handicapper for Sam Houston, coming aboard. So that is going to be really fun. She's a hell of a follow on Twitter uh, and really looking forward to breaking down Sam Houston uh, next Tuesday evening. Nice. All right. Tuesday evening. I know we have trials and tribulations coming on with the boys there and the way they gel, go from the way they gel. And also Dennis Trusty trying to bring his Kentucky flavor to Australian racing. I actually don't even know what they're doing right now. They're in yeah. Sutton International. Um, <laughs> I don't know what track they're, they're taking on this week. Last week, they, they took on Japan. Uh, we'll see what they take on, on this week. But they got you covered. Mexico. They might be in Tijuana. They're going to be doing dog racing in uh, El Caliente this week. So exactly. stay tuned for that exciting episode. Uh, what else do you got going on? Um, no, well, we have a pick show coming up every Thursday, which we do uh, for big stakes races. I don't think we've decided yet. Or who's I think it gonna we're be taking on? on Fairgrounds this week. All right, believe. Fairgrounds looks like it'll Ooh. probably be what we're going to do. Check us out. We have other things going on. Hopefully we get uh, another time machine done pretty soon. We're going to do some fun game shows and things like that. So like, subscribe, follow us, be nice. And remember, stay safe and you're welcome. You heard it here first. <laughs>